Welcome to What The Gap Podcast. Hosted by a modern day couple just, just trying to fill the gaps. Damn. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Are you listening? Welcome back to What The Gap Podcast, guys. You're here with your host, Kenzie. And AJ. So you may have listened to part two of the Body Image series and realized that part two was a really long part so we decided to split it up and this is the final segment of the body image series what a girl really thinks we're going to kick it off now with a really personal story from aj about his own insecurity we hope you enjoy guys well thank you for sharing all that it was very insightful hopefully it was for any guys listening out there yep should we get a bit more personal with things now Sounds good. If you're ready, oh. this is where you come up to the play. Okay, let's get into it. Oh, actually, well, I'll kind of start because I get to tell you my initial impressions of you, don't I? Okay. That's how we've started things in the last one, so let's follow suit. So my initial impressions of you, I think we're very in line with what I've said I find most attractive. So initially, I was really taken by your eyes and your stare. Yeah, when you first looked at me, I did kind of melt. (laughs) And that was definitely because of your eyes. And then when you smiled at me as well, it was like, I don't know. It just all kind of came together. And you were just very smooth as well. I don't know. We talked about this this morning, but AJ's got like a good wink. And he'd do things like that. And that's just charming. Like, (laughs) it's just code book charming. Yeah, I think honestly, the first thing I noticed about you was your eyes, your smile and your tan skin. Yeah. Which I find like not necessarily just tan skin, but like darker skin, more attractive. Yeah. I just always have. Um, well, it's just better, you know? <laughs> oh, don't say that, <laughs> no, AJ. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. No, I just, I don't know why. I do find that more attractive. And I actually, I have it in my blood as well. So maybe that's why. Because as you said in the last episode, we often go for people who mirror our own ancestors or family. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Like there's often a reason why we go for certain traits. Yeah. Yeah, I would say those, honestly, those three things were the first. Because I didn't see like your body or even your legs or whatever. I had my apron on. Yeah, well you had your apron, (laughs) but you were also behind a counter. So all I saw was your face. And I saw that you were wearing a cap. Yeah. And I think it was backwards, probably. Yeah. I don't know. You looked kind of cool. You looked like the cool coffee guy, which you were for a while. <laughs> I still am. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So that was my first impression. Okay. Well, it's funny that you noticed the cap thing, because that kind of goes into my main, if not my, my biggest insecurity, which was my, is my hair. Yeah. For me, growing up, like I always had like real thick, crazy, spiky, any product in it, I would put it in, colored it, all kinds of things, hair. And um, it was never something that I ever thought about. Yeah. Well, I always thought about how I was styling. I spent a lot of time putting work into my hair and my image especially in college and things I'm mm-hmm. sure people listening to this can vouch for that oh I know but, my brother used to do that as well yeah but um and I was always sort of like at college yeah more of like the 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 pretty boy that kind of like was like smooth and I don't know like charming in a way and mm-hmm. had you know lots of girlfriends and things like that 
and I don't know that kind of stigma stuck around me for a very long time and I I always hated it because I maybe kind of came across like that at first but if you actually got to know me I really wasn't like that well I thought that you were gonna be a bit of a fuck boy when I first <laughs> met you like a bit of like a player or something yeah definitely I and I don't know it's something that I've just been trying to shake off my whole life but I think that also came with having like the real cool like hairstyles at the time and well they kind of all played into it and so in my early to mid 20s when my hair started to like thin out quite a lot I kind of ignored it at first and I was just like like nah this is this is not happening to me this is you know this doesn't happen to you in your 20s like I'm good like you know my dad still got his hair and it's just not happening like I was just trying to almost like think out of it yeah okay and the more and more I ignored it the more and more people actually started commenting on it and be like oh dude like your hair's getting like a little bit thin or um oh like are you going a little bit like bold or something oh really and who commented I think I started getting a few little comments like when I was in London okay so friends so, like, family work, work colleagues and stuff okay. um like doing hospital and stuff you always kind of like dress pretty casual like you know I'll wear snapbacks and beanies and all kinds of things but after I started receiving those kind of comments and especially while I was in London I was already in quite a dark place like in terms of where I was at and what I was doing yeah it really didn't help and it made me so self-conscious about my appearance it just like ate me up inside and um yeah I took wearing caps beanies or any kind of headwear to another level yeah i would always be wearing it mm-hmm. and i would always have any excuse to wear it or put it on if i could because it made me feel like i was still that cool like suave okay. playboy in a way right because you couldn't see like what was actually going on it was like hiding yeah. it, well it did it hid you know and i don't know it's just Oh, it was just, it was a hard couple of years. And so I moved back from the UK and like things didn't get better. It just gradually got worse and worse. And when you met me, like I still had hair mm. and it was like, it was still of the kind of style of the moment, I guess, for guys with the sort of like shaved sides all around and then the sort of longer top to the side sort of thing. But my top was long but it was thin so I really had to like brush it in a certain way or style it or put certain products in it to make it look thicker to even try remotely look kind of cool with my haircut Mm. and be confident in it of which I had zero confidence in to start with Mm -hmm. and I don't know it's something that I just still refused to let go of even though I knew it was never ever gonna get better so I still went to the barbers I still paid $40 to get a fresh fade and a cut while I was at the hangar I remember you used to do that quite a bit yeah like I used to go, go to the barbers I love going to the barbers yeah. I loved having a barber chatting having a drink with them talking you know guy stuff and yeah but I remember you used to tell me that you need to go like every I went every like two weeks yeah every two yeah. weeks but I never took my cap off once. Yeah. So I went and got these nice haircuts. I never even showed anyone. <laughs> Just because it like kept me feeling like I was still current and I was still cool and I... It was fucked. It was almost making it worse. 
okay. to be honest. And then it got to the point where if anyone came near my cap or like grabbed it from the back or I would instantly drop everything and like grab my hat to like hold it down. And I would just be like, what are you doing? Like, leave it alone. And then I would have to like go and fix it again to make sure that it was still in place right or you couldn't see something or it was fucked. That's crazy. It's actually fucked. Okay. And when I was working in the hangar, like, yeah, I had a different hat for every day. Yeah, I know. It was like part of my outfit. That's why I found it cool. Yeah. Because I thought he mixes it up or he utilizes the fact that, you know, you can't wear your own outfit while you're at work, but you can, or you could at this cafe. Like personalize yourself a little bit. Yeah, because I always did that with like earrings. I wore like funky earrings because that's what I could wear. And I'd change up the bottom half of my outfit because you could wear pants or skirts or whatever. So I'd change that up all the time. Yeah. And I thought it was cool that here's a guy utilizing how he can personalize it in his own way. Yeah. But wow, I never realized there was so much to that just so much that I was constantly thinking about constantly aware of constantly clocking yeah in terms of my hair I just I hated it and it just kept on getting worse and so I just kept on getting more and more self-conscious and yeah like I mean when we started hanging out like I never took it off I know I I never only when the lights were out I know I want you to go into that now can you discuss yeah how that affected our relationship from your perspective and kind of go through our timeline together in terms of like your hair and then I'll say from my perspective okay how I felt about it and how I kind of gathered this insecurity over time yeah so go from like when you first met me and things like that and all your thoughts around it when I first met you you know I was just trying to be me I was trying to be that cool smooth guy that I always have been Mm -hmm. but I obviously have this demon on my head that's eating away at me and like there's no way to shake it other than embracing you know what you've been dealt Uh and I just refuse to do that and okay can you go into it right from the beginning AJ when you met me just go into detail of how you felt the whole way getting to know me like when it came up (sighs) yeah so like it didn't come up at the start Mm -hmm. and I think that's just because how you knew me and we didn't see each other that often so I would always just be like have my hat on and you would because just be like oh this is just a hat day and talk about at work AJ what do you mean at work be specific. though like, like how like I'm, I'm I'm sort of confused as to what you're wanting me to like just go through the timeline of us getting to know each other like how you were thinking about it like oh. from the beginning I wouldn't have seen because you always had a hat on at work as you said yeah. And then I started coming over. So there was more opportunity for me to take your hat off or something. Just yeah. go through that timeline. Were you nervous about me taking your hat off? Yeah. Things like that. Were you nervous about my age? Yeah. Okay. When we started dating, it became much more apparent that it's something that I'm going to have to address soon rather than later. Because as we spent more time together, I mean, you would have thought it was weird that I never took it off. And you didn't even say your hat. You can't just say it. Sorry. You, sorry. Okay, so we just paused the podcast a bit because this is the first time AJ has talked about this. Yeah. Well, he's spoken about it to me, but like on a public platform. Yeah. And so you are struggling to kind of articulate it a little bit. So I'll explain from my perspective 
the experience of your insecurity in terms of our relationship. When I first met you, obviously, my initial impression was this is just a guy who likes to wear caps. And I thought, it suits your look, it's cool. And you'd wear all these crazy different hats. And it's funny now, like, I guess that is, in a sense, a distraction, isn't it? I kind of just took that for granted, didn't really look into it any further. And then there were a couple of occasions where you know one of the staff members would yeah knock off your head or something like that and you'd put it on so bloody quickly and I did read into that a little bit but I only read into it in a sense that this guy cares about how he looks well I always have like to be honest I have always cared about my appearance and I've always liked to look you know presentable or Mm -hmm. the best that I can look Mm -hmm. it's just something that I've always taken pride in yeah no I get that but I guess again it can go to that negative point yeah and I did kind of gauge that at certain points I was like maybe this guy is too into his image and that was when I thought you were a bit of a playboy and I didn't know you whereas now I just I know you and I don't think that but at the time I was like you know this guy puts his cap on so bloody quickly because he's worried about losing his cool image for a second yeah you know or looking slightly lesser or slightly disheveled for a second and I was like hmm I don't know if that's quite my type because you know I want somebody who can have a laugh about themselves or you know if my top fell out of place or something I would laugh I would you know I don't take those things seriously so I did kind of gauge that but not to any deep level Mm. and then we started dating obviously and like I'd come over to your house a bit more and yeah I don't think I gauged it for a long time I do remember thinking just like that you wear hats everywhere mm. like even at home when you're in your casual attire you'll yeah, have a cap I still have a cap on. like it's just a part of your look and I was just like okay whatever I just yeah. thought that was just a thing and then just a phase I was going through yeah I don't know <laughs> And then it got to the point where, like, we'd be going to bed and, like, you'd have your cap on till the last minute. And that's when I started to really read into it. Because I was just like, who wears a cap in bed? I know. Like, when we're literally lying down talking to each other. I still didn't do anything. I still just left it for a long time. You did. And I, I could feel... Yeah. I could feel it from your end that you, you were thinking it was a bit weird or... And you'd sometimes be like, just take your cap off or whatever. And well, I'd always the thing have an is, I wanted you to. to feel like it was okay. Because I could gauge that you were self-conscious by that stage. But I didn't know why. So yeah. at that stage, I thought you were just self-conscious of your hairstyle. I honestly thought you just didn't like your hairstyle. Yeah. So I wanted you to feel like you could take it off and I wasn't going to judge you. Yeah. And so that's why sometimes I would just try to take it off. Mm. Because not because I wanted to humiliate you or because I wanted to make you feel crap about yourself. I just wanted you to be like I'm in my room. I'm in my comfortable space and I'm with a person who I should feel comfortable around and I want you to feel comfortable around me. So just take it off. Like watch what happens. Nothing. Mm. So I did try to do that a couple of times and especially when you still grabbed it and put it back on. I was like like something's up here and I don't know why and like I would stop and leave it again and then maybe you know a few nights later or something I would ask you like I'd be like AJ like why do you always wear caps Mm. and you would give me some false excuse like (laughs) I just like them like I just prefer it or something and I'd kind of leave it and I was like okay I'd always be like oh it means I just never have to do my hair yes you'd tell me that it's easier especially at work you know yeah 
or like it's really hard for my hairstyle to sit right so it's just easier for me to have my cap on and I kind of took that because like as I said my brother was into his hair and like fastidious about it for a while so I was like fine like I get guys are a bit crazy about their hair sometimes and I get because it is quite a like a it can be a standout feature Mm. and so yeah I remember one time like I did get your cap off and I was just like playing with your hair and stuff Mm. And I remember my first thought was, for somebody who never takes their cap off and is clearly very self-conscious about their head, they have quite like a outlandish hairstyle. Like I was like, you would think somebody who's self-conscious about their hair would just have a very plain, just, you know, normal, like just let's say buzz cut. But I was like, this is real interesting how a guy is self-conscious about their hair, but he has shaved sides and a long, like, strip. Mm. And I was like, you'd think that somebody who has gone for that kind of diverse hairstyle, as much as, yeah, you say it was kind of in, but it's still, like, it's not your normal choice. Like, that's somebody who's confident, usually. Yeah. Who's willing to go for that, like, kind of crazier hairstyle. Mm. Which I always used to be. Right. But you were hiding it all the time. So I was kind of like, it's really interesting how he's gone for this hairstyle, consciously gone for this hairstyle. It's not just as, you know, give me the buzz cut, cool. He's consciously gone for this different hairstyle, and yet he never shows it. Like, I don't really get that. And yet it seems to be the thing he is most self-conscious about. And I remember just thinking, why doesn't he just cut it differently? Like, if he's so self-conscious about it. Why does he keep going back to the barber and getting the same cut? Mm. Like, I don't get this. I don't get it either. Yeah, so <laughs> for ages, that was just my thoughts. Yeah. And it really took a long time for it to come out. Well, I never wanted to talk about it. The only person I could talk to about it was my brother. Yeah. He almost started getting it before I did. Yeah. And his methods of dealing with it were very different to mine, and I didn't really mm. want to go down the same route yeah but I don't think we should go into that because we've chosen to come forward about our insecurities but I don't think it's fair to put forward other people's if they're not ready to do that yeah Yeah, anyway it did take a very long time for you to come out and share that with me and I remember when you asked me you do? yeah we were sitting at that cafe outside what cafe? it was along Oriental Beach what's that one? That, like kind of beachy one. Oh, I know the one you're talking about. Hotel Babylon or Cafe Babylon or something. Oh yeah, yeah. Beach Babylon. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were Doesn't sitting matter outside to these people. Beach Babylon, and and you finally asked me about it. You're like, what's up with your hair? And it was just like middle of the day. I was you know wearing a cap, and I was just like, oh look, it's just that's when I first said like I remember it vividly. Yeah. That it was like oh it's quite thin, so like it's just annoying to style, and it's just I don't really like it, and I kind of just left it at that I didn't really say too much more because mm. I just didn't want to like I just refused to accept the fact that it was happening like mm. I just continually refused yeah and it just ate me up and I could see it was like actually affecting like us yeah because I wasn't being honest with you I wasn't mm. talking to you and telling you my feelings towards things which in hindsight was the absolute wrong thing to do mm. I did feel like there was an elephant in the room at times. And also because, you know, you're this, you know, younger, beautiful girl. Like, you shouldn't be dating some, like, older guy who's, like, losing his hair in his, like, mid-twenties and... So that's how you felt? Oh, huge. That's all I thought about. I was so embarrassed about it. 
I'm sweating right now just talking about it. So do you think that had I been older or closer to your age, you would have thought about it less or... I think maybe I would have thought about it a little bit less. It just enhanced it because I was young. Yeah. Yeah. And because I just thought that, you know, no girl of your caliber and age would want anything to do with someone like that. Right. I was It was constantly in my head. Mm-hmm. And... I would probably say that if you weren't how you were, like in terms of your age and maturity and what you actually see in a person and what you actually find attractive and value, then we would have 100% never been here right now in Bali. Yeah, yeah, I know. Okay, go on from that moment where you revealed that. So after I revealed that to you, it helped a little Mm. because I knew it was a bit more on your mind, so maybe you would like back off trying to ask me about it as much or like Mm. just let it go okay so maybe we wouldn't talk about it for another few months it was almost like okay cool she's got a a little bit of an answer now like i'm safe for a little bit longer Mm. to see how i'm gonna deal with this situation can i also just highlight something like this is pretty personal but like even when we were sleeping together you wouldn't take it off yep like especially if the lights were on yep or until like the last moment again. Yeah. Like well, I just want to highlight to people like I just thought how that, big this was. You know, you liked me for the guy you met at the cafe that looked cool and I just always wanted to be that cool looking guy for you. I didn't want you to see this other side of me that's like broken and defeated and just really not happy with himself. I just put up this persona that you liked. Mm-hmm. So I was just constantly trying to be that. Okay. When in the reality it wasn't the case. Yeah, I was still like that, but I was also having so many internal battles with myself and my body image and who I was as a person. Yeah. It was eating me up inside and I just couldn't like the more we got to know each other and the you know, further into our relationship we got, the harder it became to like mask or hide that. Yeah. Because you just knew too much by then. Mm-hmm. So do you want to talk about when you first actually revealed it or like spoke to me about it do you remember no i don't remember okay well do you remember how you felt or how it how we got to where we are now where you can talk openly to me about it or have you kind of blacked out the in-between stage (laughs) well i remember the moment when i first and finally decided to shave it Okay, start there. So, but what what part were you talking about? Like, no, no, no. I just want to hear the in-between stage from your perspective. Okay, okay. I get what you're saying. So the in-between stage was kind of you knowing about it now. I was kind of gauging what you were going to do next in terms of, right, now you know, are you going to, like, back up or are you going to be okay with it? Are you still going to like me? So I think maybe during that time I was kind of probably a little bit more standoff with you because I wasn't sure what you were going to do next or what you were going to think after you know you learned this truth that I had like you know thinner hair but really it just needed to go because it was just shit and when you like didn't back off or take a step back you kind of got more involved with me because you know I'd actually spoken some truth to you and you actually liked that and you wanted to know more and I saw that you were invested in me and not you know my appearance Mm. I think that's when I felt way more okay with 
well one you know taking it off around you my hat and two well talking to you about it and three coming to terms with the fact that it's probably going to be okay that you know if this beautiful girl still likes you even though your hair's real shit and you got to wear a cap all the time because you're self-conscious as fuck and you can't go anywhere without it there's hope <laughs> like there's hope because mm-hmm. you quite often see like these stereotypes around like bold guys and they're just like instantly girls are turned off by that mm-hmm. like would you say that oh honestly for me it depends on everything else I okay, get the stereotypes around bold guys like but you're thinking of bold kind of like round and figure yeah maybe old and a bit creepy or something yeah but it's like there are many attractive bold guys as well yeah everything else comes into play you yeah. could have the most attractive face ever like I don't know I've never really thought about it yeah see like I was very lucky in respect that you were like that but I feel like most girls wouldn't be like that they would be like oh god he's but he's bold nah and I think as a guy of a younger age if that was to happen to you that's kind of how you think and that's why you see so many of them close up and go into their shells and just almost remove themselves from society and for them to actually come out and be themselves it takes so much yeah but I think it's also maybe how it came out like by the time I found out about your insecurity there were so many more layers to it by that stage that I couldn't just look at your head like oh it's bold like what sort of person would that make me because the way I saw it then was like this is something that is making someone so self-conscious about themselves and making them change how they live their daily life this is just the same as me being self-conscious about you know maybe my body at one stage and like I don't think I looked at it as this unique insecurity it was just like I looked at you and I was like you just see your own insecurities and how you felt about them and you can almost relate in that way because you know how much that might be ripping that person apart so I feel like there's so much more emotion to it by that stage that like I don't know when you really care about someone what you care about is how that's making them feel not the actual insecurity yeah, but I was very lucky in that respect because most people that would be in that position wouldn't get to that stage with someone. It would maybe literally not, be if like they that had first initially impression. judged. Yes. So, like, maybe if you met me and I was already like skinhead, yeah, things may have been different. But you almost were there for the whole entirety of it. Yeah, but I don't know if they would have been. I honestly can't say, to be honest. No. But the fact of the matter is, when I first looked at you, I told you. Your eyes got me, and mm. your smile got me, mm. and your skin. Yeah. Like, those are the three things. Like, had your hair been different, that would not have changed those three things. No. So, honestly, I probably would have done exactly what I said before, and I would have looked at your head and been like, that's not an attribute I usually go for, but look at it all, all these other things that I'm so attracted to right now. Mm. Fuck it. Yeah. Like, but that would have been my mentality. Yeah, But you don't think like that. If that's what's happening to you at that point in time, mm-hmm. shit, for you to be confident in that and, like, be confident in yourself, you're what, saying, your like, other owning, owning your features? When, but that's, like, one of those, like, trumping features that's, like, 
that defines your image like your body image maybe for a guy yeah that's why it's so shocking to me as well because i'm just like girls just do not care about this like i mean you know some people have great hair some people have okay hair but it's just so funny that like or it's not really funny but it's just so interesting that for a girl it's something like body and how thin you are or the assets you have that matter so much that might rip you up inside but for a guy it's something like here and I think it just goes to show the kind of body image ideals that are pushed forward you know because if you look like you have you know a perky bum and perky boobs and a fit figure and you know glowing skin or whatever this is all signs of youth and beauty Mm. whereas it's just the same thing for guys right if you have a head full of hair, it's a sign of, you know, youthfulness as well. Yeah, but it's not. What do you mean? Like, I get what you mean. Like, but it's full, not the truth. A full head of hair means you're youthful. That's not entirely true at all. No, no. But I'm saying it's the ideals. Yeah, the ideals. And it's these ideals that, like, we're all kind of embodying in a different way or trying to embody. And it's just so interesting that... Yeah, I guess there's all these pressures on girls in terms of the way they look body-wise, and sometimes girls can't change that. It's the same when it goes for your hair. If your hair's going to thin, you can't change that. But at the same time, you feel so much pressure from societal standards to show up in a certain way in order to be attractive. But yeah, I guess what I'm saying, or what I've always said, is like, it doesn't matter. Like, to me the biggest thing was that you weren't confident about it that's what I felt like I focused on it because you focused on it and I could tell you were and because I'm a confident girl like I find confidence in other people attractive so when somebody is self-conscious about something I feel like I read into that a lot and I can't really ignore it either yeah and it's funny because you say you went and you shaved your head but to let the listeners know you still hadn't told me why you were doing that by that stage no I didn't he just told me that he wants to shave his head and he's always wanted to do it for his entire life and so I kind of said to him oh okay like you sure about that yeah like you're you're completely right even that I was just like well this is what I'm gonna have to do um Mm -hmm. I need to make up an excuse as to why I'm gonna do it to try it exactly yeah I tried to mask it so you were still lying to me essentially I was being sneaky about it, yeah. Yes. So he said that to me, and he was like, oh, I'm just going to try it. And then he showed up one day when I saw you or something, and, you know, you took off your cap and showed me, and I was like, wow, okay, there it is. It's all gone. Yeah. (laughs) And, I mean, I was like, this is new. It's obviously something I had to get used to. I mean, I wasn't overly sure about it, just because I was like, you just did this all of a sudden. I was like, I just didn't really get why, I think. I was just like, where did this come from? You just decide to shave all your hair off. Because I still didn't really get the extent of the insecurity or the depth of it. And it still wasn't for ages until you finally told me the reason you shaved it off was because you were like, I'm not going to let this hold me down anymore. I'm just going to be free of it. And that it was such a stress reliever for you. And like... It just almost made me so frustrated when you finally told me that because I looked back and I was just like, oh my gosh, like if only you had told me that at the time, like I would have said, fuck, get to the barber right now, shave it all off. 
like honestly because at the end of the day to me what matters is how you feel about yourself yeah. and like who cares if it's like a bit of a shock for me or whatever at that stage like I love you mm. and I was just like so mad because I was almost like I could have been so much more supportive and not because I'm like oh I could have been a better person about it but it's just like had I known it had that level of insecurity around it I just would have supported you all the way and been like go do this for yourself I'm still gonna be here you know Mm. and like I only found that out after and obviously like I was never horrible about it I was never like oh I don't like it you were always so kind and nice and sweet about it and that like really did help it was just me battling inside that I just couldn't let it go I couldn't let Mm. it go and then you know after I did you know get to a more of a point with you where I knew you know it was something there and something I wanted to pursue and grow more with and like you know with you like our relationship yeah like it was something that I truly wanted to invest time in I was just like I think it may have been one of the driving things behind me getting to that point because I was like look I can't be 100% with you if I am 75% battling in my head yeah and so to help and just free myself of all of these problems that I've just been battling with for years Mm -hmm. that have just been eating me up and eating me up and there's no escaping you know the truth or the reality Mm -hmm. I just had to remove it and I'm sorry that I had to make up an excuse as to why I wanted to do that because I knew going into it I shave my head now I'm not growing it back Mm -hmm. that's it I'm going to shave it. I'm going to tell you, oh, I actually like it like this. And that would have been my cop-out excuse as to why I have a skinhead now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I um, apologize for not being honest with you about that. Mm-hmm. But I just didn't know how to be. And I hadn't ever. And I never really had anyone to talk to about it. Mm-hmm. Well, to be honest, like I'm okay with that because I understand that it's not because of me that you didn't share it. If I felt like that was a reflection of me and how you felt about me, like I would be upset. But it seems like you didn't tell me based on previous reactions of other people. I feel like if you had known me better then, or if you had known what's in my heart then, you would have felt okay. But obviously it takes time to know that. Well, it takes time to yeah trust someone with that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. And, and I'm just sorry that you... Yeah, we're in such a place with it that you couldn't share that or you felt like so far into our relationship you still had to make excuses as to, yeah, why you did certain things. Or, yeah, Yeah. honestly, like, I just wish I knew sooner because had I known, I just would have been so much more supportive and so much more, I guess, comforting towards you about it to make sure you knew exactly how much I didn't care. It took me so long to discern why you were self-conscious because that is exactly how much I didn't care. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, I had no idea that how thin your hair was was such a problem that I just could not understand what was the problem. Like, I just, I didn't see it as a problem. I was like, he doesn't like his haircut. I don't get it. Mm. Like, it just so wasn't a thing for me that I was like, why is this guy so self-conscious? I don't get it. You know, about your head in particular. Yeah. To this day, you're still coming to terms with it. I know you are. Yeah, like... And I still 
try to tell you like all the time like you've got to just own it you've got to just own the skin you're in now and you can't be the guy who shaved his head off and is still not confident about it you need to be the guy who just absolutely takes his decision and runs with it and that's why I'm like if you want to wear a cap someday sweet but if you want to not if we're going out to a nice dinner 100% I want that guy across the table you know like I don't care I just want you to be comfortable and confident in the skin you're in and I hate seeing when you're self-conscious or don't want to take your cap off or you know maybe a friend or something talks about it and I can still see you being self-conscious and I'm just like I just want you to own it AJ because the best thing you can ever do for yourself is just to be confident in the skin you're in I just believe that till the end and when you don't care about what other people think because you've got you know a group around you that loves you anyway that's just the best place to be at and I just I want you to be there and I do feel like you're there Everybody loves you anyway, and you've learned that, haven't you? Well, I know. Nobody's I mean, left. Since, you know, had that day when I shaved my head and I just felt liberated and free mm. from all of this toxic stuff that was going on in my head. Yeah, coming to terms with it was so much easier than I thought it would be. And yes, it's taken me time, and I'm still, like, I'm still not 100% confident in it. And one, also now... I have to be quite careful with how much exposure my head has to the sun. So I still do have to wear hats <laughs> yeah, quite often. But also, hats are your look. Yeah, like, I love They them. look good on you. I love But them. it's just like, I personally would never want you to wear hats because you feel like you have to. Yes. I would want you to wear hats because you want to. Yes. You know, there's a huge difference much there. much more of why I do it now. Good. As opposed to hiding things. Good. But yeah, you're right. Like, it was absolutely stupid. Granted... In my position, I was real lucky to have someone like you who, you know, sees through all that kind of shit, but it would have been a lot harder, and maybe shit, I'd still be single or something if I didn't find that, and um, yeah, I don't know where I would have been. Well, I think... Still battling, maybe. Yeah, I know, but I think if anybody is listening and is in the same position as you were, I think the moral to take away here is that the right person will see through it. And, like, there's no point in you sitting there wallowing about whether, you know, you will be able to attract someone. You need to focus on working on yourself and, like, building that confidence and solving the issue you have in whatever way you need to. And I don't mean going and changing it or going and getting surgery or whatever quick solution there is out there. I mean actually just settling with what you have and finding a way to feel confident or at least just embrace how you look and you know your god-given way Mm. because yeah as i said the right person will also embrace that yeah and they won't care so yeah if you girl or guy have any of these insecurities like whether it is here whether it is your body stop focusing on how other people feel about it and focus on how you feel about it Mm. because i promise you the sooner you do that, the sooner you'll attract other people anyway. Because as we've said in both these episodes, confidence in yourself trumps body image beyond belief. And confidence in what you have to offer. And half the time that has nothing to do with body. Yeah. It's everything else. It's personality. It's humor. It's your outlook on life. Yeah. Right? No, you're 100% right. And what you said before, like, since then, embracing, you know... The cards I've been dealt and who I am, yeah. the people that I've attracted um, and the friends that I've made, like none of them think about that kind of thing. They're all yeah. 
amazing people when I'm surrounded by people that love me and like I'm in you know the best position I've ever been in in terms of friends around me and people who care for me and people who make me feel safe and okay to be myself around because fuck that can be hard to do especially you know growing up like that in college and being that kind of guy and then having almost it all stripped away Mm -hmm. but still kind of feeling like you're still that cool yeah but maybe that was what you had to learn that like your value is not in being that cool smooth charming guy because you know what if you were that cool smooth charming guy I would have hooked up with you in the cafe and then left it 100% yeah I would have just been like this is the fun fling at the cafe and that's what I thought it was gonna be because I thought you were a playboy yeah or you know a player but because you were so much more than that this is why we're here in Bali three and a half years later and that is where your value lies in being that person not in being cool guy with the trendy hairstyle yeah exactly yeah (laughs) anyway guys I think we'll wrap it up there it's been a long episode but thank you so so much for tuning in and I can only hope that this has maybe made you feel more comfortable about your own insecurities or about the way girls and guys actually see each other and what they value I mean this is just you know one example one guy one girl but Mm. I think it does give an idea as to you know how other people are thinking Mm. and yeah I hope it makes you feel more compassionate as well and empathetic to how maybe your partner is self-conscious because I think sometimes we focus so much on our own insecurities that we completely dismiss what you know someone else is dealing with so yeah I hope this has given insight in a whole load of ways and that it's just been a good listen eh yeah I hope so because that wasn't easy for you Nah, it's not easy for me but I'm really proud of you for talking about that yeah and I promise you that that will help people yeah because you know it's one thing talking about body image as a girl but it's talked about a lot and guys don't talk about it often probably because it's not talked about no because I've never really had many guys to talk to about these kind of things or just anything in general that isn't just like lad chat (laughs) um that's why I've always had you know like girlfriends yeah but even then like I couldn't talk to a girlfriend about my hair loss because what they might judge you well I mean I hope that they wouldn't I don't think that the girls that I'm friends with would but yeah but in the past I mean they just maybe wouldn't understand it as much yeah just like how if you wanted to talk to me about your period or something Mm. and like yes I get it I understand but I don't fully right because I haven't experienced it myself Mm -hmm. touch wood (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah no it's really hard and yeah I know I do I hope it does help and if anyone does want to talk about it you're there right yeah I'm straight up here but I hope you start the conversation too like if you notice something about a guy like be the leader in that and be the guy who's okay to talk about it you know and we'll start a conversation like hey mate you know are you okay with this like because by the way i'm self-conscious about this yeah no i like to like think i that feel I like girls talk like that like they'll yeah. be like you know i don't feel good about this today or something and yeah. girls will go into that emotional chat but guys don't that much and so if you feel like that would have really helped you during that time like i hope you'll be that person for someone else i hope that i will i haven't had a chance to do it yet 
But like now you can look out for it, right? But oh, a hundred percent can. Because yeah. yeah, I can see it. I can see it all the time now. If you see a yeah. guy wearing a cap, and it's not like a bright sunny day, it's probably something going on there. Okay. Well, yeah. And you know, I guess it's just when they cross paths with me, mm-hmm. like I'll hundred percent be there. Yeah. And I hope everyone listening will be there for their mates as well. (laughs) Exactly. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like and subscribe, and we will catch you in the next episode. Thanks for listening, guys. Appreciate it. Bye. See ya. Are you listening? Damn.